With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Lakers lose game three to the Nuggets. We will discuss that with Chris Mannix coming up in a bit. He is our guest in the next segment. We also will talk about the Boston Celtics as they try to even up the series against the Miami Heat. I believe game four in that series is being played tonight. We will dive into that. You just heard us uh, in the last hour talking with John Morosi about Major League Baseball and the setup that is uh, that is in place for the Major League Baseball season as uh, we go forward. Again, there will be 16 teams in the postseason. Several of them, among uh, them the Braves and the Dodgers, have now clinched their spots in the postseason. The first round series will be played in the home stadium of the higher-seeded team. So eight different Major League Baseball team uh, stadiums will be hosting a best-of-three-game series. The winners of those series will then advance down to either Texas or out to California, and that will be where the Major League Baseball postseason proceeds. We'll go from 16 down to 8 pretty quickly, and again, four teams will go down to Texas, four teams will go out to California, and that will be the scenario under which the bubble is actually played. Several other different interesting storylines out there. Uh, The number of coaches that continue to be fined for inappropriately wearing their masks in the NFL, uh, $100,000 for the coaches, $250,000 for the teams. Uh, That seems to be pretty excessive in general. Uh, And many of you are weighing in and saying you don't agree that NFL coaches should need to wear masks on the sidelines at all. Nearly. 
16,000 of you have voted so far. 93% of you are saying it does not make sense for coaches to be wearing uh, masks on the sideline given the fact that players are sweating, tackling, uh, and uh, and standing on the sidelines themselves without masks on. Uh, nearly 16,000 of you have voted in the first hour of that poll. Again, with 93% of you saying no, it does not make sense. You can go vote in that poll yourself. You can also call our phone lines 877-996-6369 and weigh in on that question. Uh, we are at Wednesday now. We just had the Notre Dame-South Florida game canceled uh, yesterday, I believe. But so far, every SEC football game remains on track, knock on wood, because possible that some of them will have to end up being canceled. But right now, there are seven different SEC football games scheduled to be played on Saturday. Uh, and I, I think he deserves a lot of credit for it. He's come on this show a lot. You can go listen to a long-form wins and losses podcast with Greg Sankey uh, if you uh, if you have a chance and you want to listen to a really good one. Uh, by the way, we got some, some good ones up right now. We're going to have Megan Kelly. Uh, if you remember her from Fox News and NBC, she is going to be on the wins and losses podcast with us early next week that is scheduled pretty cool uh but if you haven't listened to the wins and losses podcast exclusive whether it's kirk herbstreet whether it is colin cowherd jason whitlock uh you know the senator from missouri josh hawley we've got so many different interesting and fascinating conversations about so many different topics that I would encourage you to make sure that you haven't listened to, missed the Wins and Losses podcast. And if you're out there and you just want long-form, interesting conversations, how many of those do we have now, Dub? 32, 33 of them? Uh, Mike Leach? I mean, I could run through an entire litany of really interesting dudes that uh, and, and ladies that we have talked to in those conversations, and uh, and I would encourage you to check them out. They're timeless in the sense that you can go listen to one from last year and it'll sound, I think, just as good today as it did uh, a while ago. And uh, and you have actually, you're one of the few people probably, Dub, uh, other than my mom, who has listened to almost every minute of every uh, every one of those wins and losses podcasts. They're really good. I mean, as, a, uh, as an objective listener, they're tough to beat in the world of sports, media, politics, and business. Yeah, I agree, because your guests range, like you just said, not just sports, but politics, business, and beyond. Uh, we had an awesome conversation with Ovik Roy, yeah, a name that a lot of people probably aren't, you know, too terribly familiar with. But I remember recording that one, listening because I I kind of get the the sneak preview from everybody because I, right. I get the first listen out of anybody in the world, and that one was pretty remarkable. He's probably the smartest guy I've ever heard speak. Uh, but yeah, I think I think the number now is about thirty three, if I'm not mistaken. So over thirty, and uh, with more to come uh, in the following weeks and months. And we just put up, if you missed it, we've had the President of the United States on twice, uh, Donald Trump here recently. We had him on in August, and we had him on last week, I believe it was. And uh, we have now put up both of those long-form interviews. The President spent almost an hour with us on OutKick in the past couple of months. And so if you missed those and you're like, oh, I wonder what that sounded like, those are now up back-to-back on the Wins and Losses podcast as well. Uh, which I think many of you uh, would enjoy hearing if you haven't already. Uh, okay, a bunch of you want to weigh in, 877-996-6369. But let me just say this again about the SEC coming back uh, and the fact that I think you would enjoy that conversation with Greg Sankey from the SEC. 
he came on and basically told us exactly what, what has happened. He said the reason why we are kicking off on September 26th is all of the experts on the campuses have told me that when my kids come back on campus in mid to late August, there's going to be an initial spike in the overall number of cases that are out there. And as soon as that spike happens, there's going to be a, a sort of panic that sets in. The way the media covers it, they're going to be running around, they're going to be terrified. And then my experts tell me, this is Greg Sankey, he said there's going to be an initial spike when the kids get back on campus, and then the cases are going to start to decline pretty substantially. And we believe by late September, the number of cases on campus will be down substantially. It'll be much safer to play college football then. And what's ended up happening? Exactly what he told us was going to happen. And unlike the Big Ten, which panicked, and unlike the Pac-12, which still can't figure out how to play, how to get their season restarted, the SEC, by starting on September 26th, and also the ACC and as well the Big 12, they have built in several different weeks to allow things not to go perfect and their schedules to still be played out. So that's important because when the Big Ten returns, there's no safety at all. There's no safety net. There's no ease of being able to play. Same thing for the Pac-12 in terms of being able to qualify for the playoff. You could end up with a scenario, unfortunately, in the Big Ten where Ohio State is only able to play five games. And would a 5-0 and or 6-0 and Ohio State deserve to get into the playoff compared with a 10-1 and SEC team? I don't think so. What about a 10-1 and Big 12 team or a 10-1 and ACC team? All of those schools are playing a lot more games and they should be able to get a lot more than the Pac-12 and the Big 10. And I think that's a credit to the overall quality of the uh, of the decision-making that was made in the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12. But in particular, Greg Sankey so far is looking like a genius. We'll see how things go with the SEC officially primed to kick off on Saturday. Uh, all right, let's take some of your calls, and then we'll go uh, into break. We'll talk to Chris Mannix about this uh, Laker loss and whether Laker fans, as they wake up on the West Coast and around uh, the world and around the country, should be nervous about this series as we get ready for Game 4. Also, what he anticipates happening in the Celtics Heat series. Uh, but first, who's up first, Dub? Uh, we got Allen in Texas. Allen, what do you think? Does it make sense at all for NFL coaches to have masks on the sidelines? No, it doesn't, Clay. I'm actually a high school coach here in Texas, and, I, and I've been doing it for 20, almost, almost 30 years. And I can promise you the last thing a coach is thinking about on the sidelines is putting on a mask uh, during a game. Do you, co- what, do you coach still right now? Yes, sir. Yes, uh, sir. So what are the rules yes. in Texas? Do you guys on the sidelines of coaches supposed to have masks on? Yes, sir, we are. In fact, is the, uh, a local school, not us, but another school, just got a reprimand from the UIL for their coaches and players not having masks on sidelines. Yeah. When they're not when they're not in the game. So I'm and curious. Like said, you know, sorry ahead. to cut you off, but I'm curious from your perspective. Like I'm assuming you guys have headsets on off and on. How much more difficult is it to speak in a way that everybody can hear you? Trying to call plays and coach in a mask as opposed to not having one. It's it's a lot harder. Like I said, most of the time you know I, I'm up in the press box, so I don't have to. You know, I, you know we're supposed to, we're still supposed to have our mask on, but I, I hardly ever keep my mask on in the press box 
Yeah, and uh, and and yeah, it's interesting um, because do you think as a coach it's crazy that these NFL coaches in particular because they're getting tested every day, which is different than what would be going on certainly at the high school level in Texas or anywhere else. Yes. But those guys are getting tested every day. None of the players are wearing masks. They're tackling each other. Uh, they're yelling at each other on the field. They're talking to their coaches, and yet the coaches have to have masks on. It doesn't seem to add up logically. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't. It, it's you know, you're you're the voice of reason on sports radio because you actually use facts, and the NFL is not using facts. They're 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 being tested. You know, I can almost understand you know, us having to, to keep them on because we're not tested every yeah, day. That's right. But the NFL and the colleges they're they're being tested before they play. They know if they've got it or not, and to, to it's just it's just asinine. It's it's a it's being it's like you've been talking about so much on your show for the last six months. Uh, it's they're not using facts. They're they're panicking. They're they're trying to be woke, and and it's just stupid. Thank you for the call. Thanks. I hope good luck for the season. Thanks for listening. I appreciate uh, the call. I, I just I would imagine that it is incredibly difficult. James in uh, Louisiana is on our Outkick VIP line. What's up, James? Good morning, uh, Clay. First of all, you can add me to that list with Dub. I've listened to uh, to every word of the wins and losses so far as well. So what um, would you uh, what would you say for people out there who haven't listened? And these are, by the way conversations that are exclusive to the podcast you can type in my name clay travis they'll pop up and you can go through you don't have to listen to all of them i think there's 32 or 33 of them but the roster of guests that i think people have to choose from is pretty substantial yeah i mean you you got everything from sports to some pop culture a little bit of politics mixed in there it's a wide a wide range of guests that are on there yeah i appreciate that and thanks for listening yeah um what i was going to say was no the, the mask on the sidelines doesn't make sense much like uh, a lot of this stuff that's happened in the last six or eight months doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I'm kind of going to tie this back into high school football here in Louisiana. Uh, you know, Hurricane Laura hit us here three weeks ago, and we are still struggling in this state from that. Um, last week there was 120,000 people still without power in southwest Louisiana, and with no power in 95-degree heat, it can get, get a pretty swampy situation pretty quick, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, so anyway – uh, I'm four hours north. I'm actually in Gina, which is where Whitlock wrote his column about that he mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had we had no power for two weeks here. So we're struggling, and one might think, well, at least they have high school football to go back to and bring these small communities back together. But no, that's not the case. We're a, Louisiana's a deeply red state, but we have a blue governor. So there's our problem. Uh, he didn't release our students to even make contact practice until September the 8th. Uh, the state mandates them have two weeks of contact practice before they can even have a scrimmage. So scrimmages are happening this Friday, uh, and then game, official games will start uh, next Friday. And I'm watching football last weekend. Alabama, they've got five games in already. They're high yeah. school kids, do. No, you you're know? exactly so, right. I mean, same thing has happened in Tennessee. We've got a full month of, uh, of games that have already taken place here and uh, all over much of the country. Now, thanks for the call, by the way. Lots of people out there listening. Maybe if you're in Illinois and you're listening, you're like, man, that sounds great that you get to start it all because unfortunately there are a lot of kids that aren't getting to play high school sports anyway. And the sad thing at all this fall, the sad thing is it's almost entirely a reflection of whether the governor is a Republican or a Democrat. The truth of the matter is if you have a Republican governor, your kid is probably able to play fall sports if you have a Democratic governor, your kid is probably not able to play fall sports. 
which is just goes to the essence of all of this and how it's become political as opposed to logic based. And I think the you know the the coaches wearing the side uh, the masks on the sidelines in the NFL, given the fact that they're being tested daily, and given the fact that the players are tackling each other, sweating all over each other, yelling at each other, standing on the sideline, talking to their coaches without masks on. It doesn't make any sense at all that NFL coaches would have to have masks and NFL players wouldn't. And 93% of you right now voting in our poll uh, as we approach 20,000 of you voting in the first hour, 93% of you are saying it doesn't make sense to be fining coaches $100,000 or for coaches to be wearing masks on the sideline at all. It's hard to get 93% agreement. We do these polls a lot. You've seen a lot of them over the years, Danny G. It's hard to get 93% agreement on anything. Yeah, I've only seen this maybe five times in five years. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll take one last call, and then we're going to go to break, and we'll talk uh, with uh, with our ML. Sorry, with our NBA insider uh, Chris Mannix from SI about that Laker loss last night and what he expects to see tonight in Game Four going forward between the Celtics and the Heat. But one more call, Dub. Who is it? Yeah, we got Josh in Kentucky. Josh, what do you think? Hey, Clay, uh, let's let's talk about what these coaches are doing through the week uh, when the cameras aren't on them. Yeah, with these players, you, do we really feel like they're wearing masks all week uh, in these meeting rooms and at practice? And maybe the day before a game, these coaches, there's no way that they're wearing masks with these players in the same room at practice the day before the game. It's just it, all it has to do with is when the cameras kick on. Yeah, thanks for the call. I, that's why I've been calling it cosmetic theater. Uh, it is designed to look like you are doing something that matters while in reality not doing anything that matters at all. In other words, it's the perfect action for our modern social media era, which is pretty much characterized by people looking like they're doing things that matter while actually doing nothing that matters. Welcome to Instagram. Welcome to Twitter. Welcome to Facebook all day long, every day the NFL's own version of Kabuki Theater. When we come back, we'll be joined by Chris Mannix to talk about the latest in the NBA. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o -O who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestein tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be our NBA insider is Chris Mannix at SI Chris Mannix. He was in the bubble in Orlando for a long time. I believe he's now back up in Boston. Last night, the Lakers took it on the chin. First time they've had a 20-point deficit in the playoffs. They had won six in a row. They got game two on a big Anthony Davis three-pointer at the buzzer, and the Nuggets took it to them in game three. Is this an aberration, or is there potentially something to this series now, Chris Mannix? Yeah, there, there's no aberration with Denver. I mean, we should have learned this by now, that that their resiliency is real. And even though the setting has changed and the opponent has changed, uh, we shouldn't be surprised when they bounce back from tough defeats. And they've done it twice now with these 3-1 deficits, and uh, to be able to bounce back the way they did 
after that game two heartbreaker. It, it wasn't surprising at all. And I mean, the things the Nuggets did, they can certainly duplicate moving forward. I mean, Jamal Murray is a star. It's as simple as that. He is a, a star. And, you know, when you get Jokic playing the way he did, Jeremy Grant had a monster game uh, for them in game three. Uh, these are all things that can be duplicated. And I, I think I said this to you, Clay, last week when when we were talking about how this series plays out. The way to beat the Lakers is to hold them to a poor number from beyond three-point range. I mean, against Portland in game one, they shot around 17%. Against uh, Houston in game one, they shot like 27 26% uh, from three-point range. In this game last night, they shot 23% from three. And so if, you're gonna, if you can hold the Lakers to a, a 20s or below number from three-point range, you put yourself in a great position to beat them. Arguably, the last two games, the Nuggets should have won. I mean, I know the Lakers uh, had decent control of game two a little bit, but down the stretch, it felt like Jokic just completely took over that game. Obviously, the Lakers get that three-pointer to win game two. How much of that is uh, is the Nuggets finding something that works, and how much of that is just maybe there's not that much difference between these two teams? I, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. I think the Nuggets found something that works. Um, you saw Gary Harris play a heavy role last night, and even though he doesn't put up big numbers, he is invaluable to what that team does defensively on the perimeter. I mean, P.J. Dozier, who played extended minutes at the end of Game 2, uh, didn't play at all. That's largely because Gary Harris was effective enough to give them 32 minutes. He was a plus 6 uh, in that game, which speaks to how well he was performing defensively. So, when he's out there on the floor, uh, it gives them uh, a defensive option to work with. But w- what impressed me about what the Nuggets did, among the other things we've talked about, I mean, they had every chance to fold in the fourth quarter of that game. I mean, they had LeBron James doing LeBron James things. That's like, you know, back in the day, what, you know, watching Tiger Woods climb the leaderboard or Tom Brady, you know, make big throws in the fourth quarter. LeBron playing like that, you almost expect to lose in those situations. But not only did they, they save him off, but they responded with big shots. And Murray, you know, he's not the star LeBron is, but he proved in this series that he can compete with them offensively. So what happens the rest of the way in this series? A lot of Laker fans listening to this show, waking up on the West Coast, starting off their morning. How would you assess the final potential four games, if necessary, if it were going to go seven? What do you expect to see with the Lakers leading 2-1 going into game four? Look, I think everything in the series now is a total coin flip, and it comes down to to individual play in a lot of ways. I mean, you know what you're going to get from LeBron. You know what you're going to get from Anthony Davis. They combined for almost 60 points in Game 3, and that's going to continue throughout this series. The same thing with Murray and Jokic. You know, they're going to give you what they're going to give you. They were close to, I think it was 50 or 60 in uh, in that game as well. Uh, you can't expect Jeremy Grant to go for 26, but, you know, I mean, you can expect more from the likes of Paul Millsap, who didn't play all that well offensively, and, and a few others. The key, again, it's individual shooting. I mean, you need Danny Green to be better from three-point range. You need Contavious Caldwell-Pope to make more shots. Anthony Davis was 0 for 4 from three. He's got to make more shots. And, look, if the Lakers want to continue to play bully ball, if they want to continue to, to – try to be, you know play these these parade of seven-footers, guys like JaVale McGee and Davis and uh, Dwight Howard, they can't combine for four rebounds. I mean, the, the rebounding numbers were a blowout in favor of the Nuggets. I mean, you can't, you can't play that big 
and and get and and not get the benefit from it. So you've got to control the glass in a much bigger way in this series. But there's no way to protect any of this. I mean, it, to your point earlier, the Nuggets could easily sit here and say we should be up two one, maybe even three zip. I mean, they lost the first game of the series, and that was only after they were coming off a brutal series against the Clippers, and the Lakers were were sitting by. So the Nuggets have to go into Game Four feeling extremely confident that this is a series they can win. We're talking to Chris Mannix at SI, Chris Mannix on Twitter. The next three, I believe, in this series, and I can't believe the NBA is doing this, are on Thursday, Saturday, Monday. That's head-to-head with Thursday night football. That's head-to-head with all of the new college football kicking off. The SEC obviously returning uh, in, in all its glory with seven games on Saturday. And then Monday, you've got uh, another really big game, maybe the biggest in the entirety of the NFL regular season, if I'm not mistaken, with the Chiefs hosting the Ravens. I mean, nobody's going to watch these games when they're going head-to-head with football. Why is the NBA putting their best product head-to-head with with the NFL? To me, this is is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I thought the NBA did something smart with the – the Eastern Conference Finals by skipping a game. They, yeah, right. They didn't. They didn't play Boston and Miami on Monday, and they avoided Monday Night Football and everything that comes with, you know, a Monday uh, event. And on, tonight, on Wednesday, they'll have very little competition uh, for for that game, which should reflect in the ratings. The only answer I can give you, Clay, that that repeated to me often is that they want to get the hell out of there, and then they want to get this, this, this series over with as as fast as possible, because the sooner the season ends the sooner they can have a real negotiation with union representatives about when they can start next season. I mean, you saw the interview Adam Silver did with CNN. I've been reporting that for a while, that you know the idea of December uh, restart is a pipe dream. Yep. I think Martin Luther King Jr. Day is the most likely date right now, January 18th, to start. But you know, maybe the NBA can say if they get out you know, three or four days early, from the bubble, they get out in like the first week in October instead of the second week in October. They convince the union to start on Christmas, which is when they want to start. That's the only explanation I can give you because, like, I agree. I mean, going, you know, Thursday, Saturday, Monday. I mean, you're asking for like NHL level ratings at that point if you uh, if you're going up against uh, top flight competition. Yeah, there's no doubt. And by the way, um, you've been saying, and I think you on our show last week, maybe even two weeks ago, you said MLK Day. Would they be able to get an 82-game? I haven't looked at the calendar to count down the days and the playoffs and everything else, but the expectation is that they want the NBA done before the Olympics, which have been rescheduled, obviously, uh, to July in Tokyo, I believe it is, or Japan next year. Would they be able to get an 82-game schedule in, or what kind of number of games do you think we're looking at? No, I don't see 82 games, and I don't believe that Adam Silver thinks that either. I think he's I think it's almost a negotiating point, right? Like where he's saying, we'll go 82, but look, in the event we can't go 82, players are going to have to take a significant pay cut. It's going to have to be X percent right off the top before you get into the discussion of what the revenue looks like without fans in the stands. My understanding all along has been that they don't want to compete with the Olympics. It has nothing to do with NBA players going to the Olympics. NBA owners hate that players go to the Olympics anyway because they don't get any revenue off it, and they think it's just them providing free labor. Uh, so like that, that's not an issue. But they don't want to compete with swimming and track and all the things people like to watch during an Olympic cycle. So if your goal is to get out in the first or second week in July before the Olympics really kick up, uh, 
you can't do an 80-game season. They're not going to do three games in four nights. They're not going to overextend the players. The union wouldn't go for it anyway. Uh, I think something in the range of what we saw, uh, what was it, about a decade ago, where they played 66 games, I think, you know, maybe one or two less to fit the schedule. Uh, it will be a shortened season if they begin in January. Okay, let's go to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, which are taking place tonight. you got the heat up 2-1. What happens? How do you see this series play now? Well, I, I thought Boston you know, rebounded really well in that game three, obviously. And they, they, they sort of reminded people that their chemistry isn't an issue with this group. A lot of people were comparing this team to the one that we saw last year. Last year's team genuinely hated each other. Like, they did not like each other. This year's team does. They just, I mean, they blew up after game two, largely because, I mean, they're in a bubble and they're, you know, dealing with a lot of, a lot of stress. And that was a two straight tough loss they had at the hands of the Heat. I, I think what happened in Game 3 is completely replicable by Boston. I mean, they they got away from the three-point shot. Marcus Smart, who had 19 threes in the first two games, only attempted two, and they used their strength. I mean, Jalen Brown came into the NBA as a slasher. He was a guy that scored in the paint. Same thing with Jason Tatum. Same thing with Smart. Kemba Walker went to the basket. I mean, they can't they can't keep staring at this Miami zone and, you know, falling for the invitation to shoot threes. That's what that zone wants you to do. Take a contested three from certain spots on the floor. They did that the first couple of games. They didn't do that in this game three. But I think this game three is a real gut check time for Miami's young players. I mean, I think Jimmy Butler has to be better in the first three quarters than he usually is in the fourth. I think Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, first and second year players, they're going to have a lot of pressure on their shoulders. This is probably the first game in these playoffs where Miami has something really big to play for. They give away this game, all of a sudden, all the momentum shifts back to Boston, and the pressure grows even stronger. So I, I look at, at those players that haven't had a test in these playoffs as having a big one tonight. Who wins the series? I still lean towards Boston. I think Butler is, is such a good player, but I think Boston's depth in terms of their top guys are better than Miami's. Adebayo, good. Butler, good. Hero Robinson, good. But you know, in the playoffs, the team with the best players often wins. I like Jalen Brown, uh, Kemba Walker, and Jason Tatum over the, the combination that Miami has in their, their team. What else should we know coming forward down? There's four teams left about the NBA that I wasn't smart enough to ask you here. We're talking to Chris Mannix, our NBA insider. You know, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it really is. You know, we've talked before about how Adam Silver craves parity. You kind of have it in all this. I mean, the Lakers have stars, but they're not the best team, at least not by by a long by a mile as they have been in the past. There's no Golden State Warriors. There's no Cleveland Cavaliers of recent years. You've you've got it. I mean, and, and that's what makes the ratings. You wish this was a, a normal season where you could see if parity drew ratings. You still have stars. I mean, LeBron still draws the most ratings of anybody in the league, but. I'd be very interested to see in a regular year if Denver drew a rating, if you know Miami drew a rating, or if you know the Celtics and Lakers meeting the finals is really the NBA's only chance at, at drawing a rating that will will stand up to some of the ones that had in years past. Do you think? Uh, last question for you: Do you think the way that the NBA has been received um, in terms of ratings? is impacting them just wanting to get back on their regular schedule maybe even more than normal. And, and I, I don't – you know, yeah. for, for a long time, I've thought the NBA should start on uh, Christmas 
and finish sometime in late July, you know, just before NFL training camps start. And it seemed like the coronavirus may give them an opportunity to get on that schedule and stay on that schedule. And there was some initial discussion that that might be desirable. But you don't seem to think that they want to do that. You seem to think they want to go back to the normal schedule where they finish in June. Yeah, I think as much as anything, the TV networks don't want to do it next year. And the TV networks don't want to do it moving forward. They want to be back on the regular schedule. We can debate, you know, why. I mean, I would think TV networks would want to start in Christmas at least early on. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Do with the NFL, but you know, from what I understand, television networks want the regular schedule back, and as long as these contracts are are continuous, as long as the, the current contracts exist, the NBA is kind of beholden to all that. Now, maybe when these new deals get negotiated in the coming years. The league keeps some flexibility open to change the schedule, but at least for the next few seasons, when Turner and ESPN have uh, have these contracts, I don't see the NBA changing anything significantly. Good stuff. Appreciate the time, my man, as always. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, Clint. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying, flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be as always, let me hit you with the uh, the latest on the poll results. The question, as this has obviously turned into a big storyline, as the NFL has been fining all of the coaches who are not wearing masks or not wearing masks correctly, does it make sense, given the fact that players are not wearing masks, that they're tackling each other, that they're meeting at midfield and shaking hands after the game, and certainly that players aren't wearing masks on the sideline, Do, and, and and that you're also testing daily in the NFL for the coronavirus, does it make sense at all for NFL coaches to wear masks on the sideline? 23,000 of you have voted. 93% of you are saying no. Danny G, I need you to start keeping track with some of our results because we put up so many of these different poll results. If you got a notebook, 93%, I'm interested in two things. One, what, like, it's so hard to get 93% of people in general to agree on anything that that's a challenge in and of itself, no matter whose audience you're talking about. But I'm interested in this, and I'm interesting how, interested in how close we can get to 50-50. Because to me, the perfect poll question is one where 50% of you have one opinion and 50% of you have the other. And so we've had a few of those. I wouldn't have thought that it was going to be 93 to 7. Does it surprise you that the audience is that committed? Like that basically means that everybody almost sitting down watching NFL games is all thinking to themselves, man, this is so ridiculous that the NFL coaches have masks on on the sidelines. We have a really smart audience. It doesn't surprise me all that much, but I thought it would have been in the 80s. 93% yeah. is just, it's just an insane. It's a blowout. 
you're right. It's either a tie, which I'll keep track of, or a blowout. Yeah, blowouts are, like, in general, dub, 93%, a pretty crazy number to hit on a 50-50 choice. Yeah, that's really strong. I agree with Danny G. I was thinking maybe more like the 85-15, 80-20 range would be what what my prediction would have been. Uh, is Eddie already bailed? Is he already on his way? Still here. Oh, you're still here. Is he here or did he bail? I'm here. Oh, wow. Well, you never know. <laughs> you By guys way, don't even know how to interact at this time. Yeah, I know. He's By reading way, your Outkick article. I meant to ask you this, yeah. I meant to ask you this uh, Eddie. The, uh, your wife, is she? I, I know you're a Charger season ticket fan uh, holders, even though you can't go. And we talked about this a little bit earlier in the week. But with Anthony Lynn basically coming out and saying that he's sticking with Taylor and, you know, although Dr. Chow has told us, and we'll talk to him tomorrow, that he expects for there to be lingering issues, so he expects Justin Herbert to start this weekend. Is it crazy to your wife and to you as well that you wouldn't just turn the page and start with Herbert? Yes, and and she and I both are big Anthony Lynn fans. I, I think he's a good coach. I like him personally, although I've never met him, but just yeah. from what I've seen of him. And I, I don't. I guess he's just trying to appeal to the veterans on the team, and maybe a guy doesn't lose his job due to injury, but... It doesn't make any sense to me. Herbert looked way better than Tyrod Taylor did uh, against a better team. And go ahead and start the future now. Yeah, he looked phenomenal. I I thought relative to expectations, I watched Herbert play a lot at Oregon, but his arm looked big time lively. I mean, he's a big dude. He took that huge hit on the sideline. He made one bad decision on the interception. But to me, if you're a Charger fan and you've been struggling to kind of cut through the noise, there's a lot more excitement about him potentially being able to be back. Are you surprised the other part of this was 93% of the audience thinks that it's ridiculous that the NFL coaches are wearing masks? I mean, 93 is pretty high. I, I But I, I mean, this one seems to be pretty cut and dry to me. So I would have thought really high 80s, low 90s. So I, I guess it's pretty close. What, what do you would think would, would happen if the NFL came out and said, hey, you know, in retrospect – it doesn't really make logical sense for our coaches to wear masks. Do you think they'd get ripped by the Corona bros in the media and that's why they're not doing it? Like, it just doesn't – I can't imagine that the NFL executives who have implemented this policy actually think it makes sense at all. It has to be that they're afraid of getting criticized. Uh, The Christine Brennans of the world would be falling all over themselves to write articles about this. Right? I mean, I think that's the total reason for the sham of these masks on coaches. They're getting tested every day. None of the players have them. And now the NFL's doubling down on the sham by fining guys $100,000 if they don't have the masks on. It's just, it's ludicrous. There's no reason for these masks on the sideline when you're testing daily and none of the players are wearing uh, masks either. And moreover, they're tackling each other, sweating all over each other. And at the end of the game, they're meeting and exchanging high fives. Like, let's be honest and just acknowledge what's going on here. It's total cosmetic theater. Uh, This is not a cosmetic theater show. I'd encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute. This has been Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 